Nobody will take you away from Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end, the first and the last, the rose of Sharon, the prince of peace, the great I am that I am. See, he's Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. He's Jehovah Nisi. He is our banner. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is our peace. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. He is Jehovah Roe. He is our shepherd. Who is he to you this morning? Come on, come on, give him glory. Come on. Come on, it was the finger of God that touched you this morning, that woke you up. It was nothing that you've done. God has given you another opportunity to praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all know it's a phrase that the world say when they're getting ready to go do something. They say, we're going to, is it turn it up? Is they say turn it up? Huh? Turn up. They're going to turn up. I want to ask you something. When is the house of God? Come on, it's supposed to be so much fire in the house that the ones that come in the house that just turn it up or whatever will be so slain in the power of God. See y'all, one day I made a spiritual connection and that connection prophetess got that I made that was spiritual, it disconnected me. Oh, see when you really make a spiritual connection, it's going to disconnect you from everything else that ain't like it. Oh, is anybody in the house? Made a spiritual connection with God. Come on, come on, come on. When you make that connection, everything else got to flee. Did anybody know what a spiritual connection is? See, because when I made that connection, it wasn't about me. about nothing else I know I changed I know I changed because I wasn't the same no more see the thing was I know I changed but I didn't know what happened but I loved that change I didn't have the same desire no more I didn't want to be in the same places I was in no more I couldn't hang around the same crowd that I was hanging around I didn't understand prophet Scott only thing I knew is I made a connection Who you connecting with? Who you done joined up with? Because those people are taking you away from that spiritual connection. God said you got to break loose. Some of you play in church. You ain't broke loose yet. Because when you break loose, it won't take all day for God to move. Let me tell you how it works. Nobody should have to sweat out their curls. Messing with you. Because see, when you truly connect with God, see, God didn't have to knock nobody out. Well, let me put this. I didn't have to knock nobody out. Only thing I had to do was be obedient to what he said, and then the power of God come in and knock them out. See, we're spending too much time trying to get an audience to try to make somebody fall to say, look what I've done, please. Yeah, that was you because it wasn't God. Because God don't act like that. Too many people want an audience. They want people to know, did you see how I knocked that person out? Yeah, it was you. Because see, when the Holy Ghost is moving, you don't, see, it's one touch. Just one touch. I want you to ask your neighbor, 
Because the spirit of God is still moving. Say, neighbor, don't hinder him. Say, neighbor, let him do what he need to do. Say, it's time for you to let go of your mess. Say, quit holding on to this foolishness. Say, it ain't doing you no good. God has already done it. But the problem is we haven't recognized or come to know what he already done. But I'm here to tell you today, the struggle is over. You've been struggling too long with yourself. Because see, God done done everything. We need to quit begging God for something that God's already done. We are church wasters in the kingdom. We spend too much time in church on our knees. Please come, Lord, please come. He's in you. He's already here. We spend too much time with tradition. Because the Bible says the tradition of men. Make the word of God of none effect. It's no point of me getting in here if I'm going to set it up like I want to set it up. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good, y'all. I believe that God has already come in here and broken some chains. And we're going to go ahead and get in the word and let the word do what it need to do with the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because we always need the Holy Ghost to help us because we can't do this by ourselves. We work together. Amen. Go with me to Colossians, the third chapter. And let's hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say unto the church. And I speak today that your heart is open and it is receptive to receive everything that God has for you. And I bind even pride on today because sometimes we can get into the word of God and someone can read it and we like, I already read that way. If you were read it, you should be living it. And if you ain't living it, obviously it hasn't gotten in you yet. Amen. So let's hear what the spirit has to say. In Colossians, the third chapter, beginning at verse one, it says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. Let me read it again. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. I want to talk about kingdom-minded. Kingdom-minded. The Lord has been dealing with me on a subject of the way you think is how you're going to be living. Your thinking determines how you live. In Miracle Temple, we have had this two Sundays in a row But God want me to rest in the anointing that he has on my life to root up and tear down the strongholds off of God's people. And those strongholds are due to your way of thinking. So in order for a stronghold to be uprooted, your thinking has to change. Your mindset has to be changed. And if you're not changing your mindset to who you are now that you are in Christ, then you're going to be living the same way you always have lived. And yet you say you're saved. Now, if I'm saying that I'm saved, I want to live like the kingdom that I'm from. If I say I'm from the kingdom of heaven, people are going to know that I am from the kingdom of heaven. In the prayer that in Matthew 6, it talks about the prayer. Jesus was teaching them how to pray. And Jesus said, the first thing that you have to say is our father. See, what we have to recognize is him as our father. He's not only my father, but he is also your father. So until we can recognize him as being our father, then we're not going to be able to partake in what our father has already provided by grace. So the thing is, when you call on him, you have to recognize that he is my father and everything that I need, my father has already provided it through his son. And I don't have to sit here and beg my father. 
father for nothing because y'all I learned that my father loved me so much that he saw my need even before I was in need and he said the only thing you got to do is come to me and know that I'm your father and I'm not going to let you down. So we know that he is our father. He said our father which is in heaven. He wants you to know that your father is in heaven. And when we look at him, we got to see him on that throne in heaven. Our father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That means that you're honoring that name. Because that name is above every name. So that name needs to be exalted above everything. Our father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I like that, that part that it says, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Do y'all know at funerals we quote this and everywhere we go sometimes we quote this and don't even know what you're saying. Because if we said that he want the kingdom to be on earth as it is in heaven, why are we living by what the earth does? See, we so worried about what's going on here on the earth. We're forgetting who we belong to and where we're from. Y'all always bring up Mork and Mindy because I believe everybody can relate to Mork and Mindy. Y'all know Mork was from somewhere else and he landed on earth where Mindy was. But Mork couldn't adjust to earth because he was so programmed to where he was from that he couldn't even sleep. On a bed. He had to sleep in an egg. Y'all know what I'm talking about. More couldn't change because he was already set his mind on where he was from. Oh, yeah, I know that's a television program. And some people saying, well, how is that going to help me? I'm going to tell you how it's going to help you. Because the word of God says that if you have been risen with Christ. Let's stop right there. Some of you don't even know what happened to you when you accepted Jesus this is a shit you come to church you want somebody to hit the beat you want somebody to get you all stirred up you want somebody to get you all riled up but when you know that you've been risen with Christ that means when when Christ died You died with him. That old self, that old sinful nature, the nature that drove you, that compelled you to live in darkness the way that you were living. My Bible said that you were buried with him, crucified with the baptism of Jesus Christ. But then it went on to say that you rose. Some of you forgot. You still stuck on your old self. See, because if you know that you have risen in a new life, that means that you were born again. It means that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Let's don't forget about this part, in Christ Jesus. It was nothing you could do to be a new creation until you came to Christ. So therefore, if any man be in Christ, oh, I love that. I'm so in him, brother Greg. That look, even when I'm toe up on my worst days, I'm so hidden in Christ. The only thing I need to go to is my father and say in Jesus' name, I'm so hidden in Christ. He don't even see my mess. Did you know you were hidden? Sister Mary, in Christ, you so hidden, God don't see you. He see his son. So guess what? When I mess up, y'all, I do repent for messing up. But God said, I see the blood. The blood is crying mercy. Mercy. And I wake up with new mercies every morning. Oh, Lord, God love me. And because I know this, I don't want to do what I used to do. We're missing something. Because if you know. That your old self was buried with Christ. It's dead. Sin has been dealt with through Christ Jesus. 
So if sin has been dealt with, that old self is dead. When Christ rose up, I rose up with him in a newness of life. So now I want to live that life that's in Christ. I'm not living the old life no more because the old man is gone. By the way, that old man left behind some stuff. It left behind some habits. It left behind some way of doing things. See, our problem is we tell people I'm saved. Get over that. Because if you are in your word and you're spending time with him, you don't have to tell people nothing. People that tell people they say they got some condemnation and guilt on the plate. Because you don't have to tell people that you're saved. The life you live is going to speak for who you are. Even when you mess up and you go back and say, forgive me. I shouldn't have said what I said. That was wrong. They're going to say, you saved, ain't you? Because there ain't too many people that's going to come back to you and say, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have done it. No, forgive me. That's outside of who I am. So we've risen with him. And the Bible says, if you know that you've risen with him, you're supposed to seek. That means E-Master. Woo. The place where you're from. Your focus is supposed to be on who you are now that you're in Christ. But you know what the problem is? We stop on being saved. I'm saved now to miss hell. I don't have to do nothing else. But it's more than just missing hell. Because God said, your purpose that I have for you is for my kingdom to come here on earth. We're spending too much time trying to put all of these doctrines in place instead of doing kingdom work. Did y'all not know there were Sadducees, Pharisees? Herodians, they was part of the Sadducees. Everybody had a religion. And those religions wasn't serving the purpose that God sent Jesus to the earth to serve. We got too many things on the wall, our creed. (laughs) You got people learning creeds and they don't even know who they are. You got too many people looking at attendance. And half the attendance ain't born again. You're signing up members that ain't saved. Because you want a full house. Welcome to Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry. Where truth prevails. I hope you come again. But if you don't, it's all right. Because what you learn today, you can carry it with you. Consider it as a snack. So, I'm going somewhere. We're being kingdom-minded. So, the thing is, I want y'all to catch this. Because if we are in the word the way we need to be in the word, we should be doing what the word tells us to do. See, it don't make no sense for me to come in here every Tuesday and every Sunday and tell you something I'm not living. It don't make no sense trying to get a crowd and my life ain't reflecting what I'm doing behind this pulpit. See, we got too many people that's making it a job <laughs> and not doing what the word tells them to do. See, when God gave the fivefold, he gave the fivefold for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, till we all come into the unity of the faith. See, God gave the fivefold for a purpose, and it was to serve his purpose, not ours. It wasn't to get handouts. It was for us to teach. And you know why? So we won't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, because it's every wind out there, and every wind is saying they're serving God, but everybody ain't on one accord, because if everybody was one on one accord serving the same God, everybody would come together and help one another. So kingdom, being kingdom minded, you change your way of thinking, you're going to change your way of living. 
If you don't go in the word of God and renew your mind to who you are now that you're in Christ, you're going to come up with your own wind of doctrine. See, God wants us to have revelation, not doctrinetation. Revelation. See, that's why when you go into the word of God, you say, God, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. God, I thank you that that my eyes and my understanding is being enlightened so I will know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his glory and his inheritance in the saints. God, it's not about me. My eyes need to be illuminated. They need to be open so I can do what you have called me to do. So let's get back to being kingdom minded. So we got this set. First thing you got to know that you have been risen with Christ. And if you don't know that you have been risen with Christ, you cannot set or seek or aim after or strive for the things above. He says, set your affections. Affection means mind on things that are above and not on things that are on this earth. Meaning that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Let's just talk about Jesus. See, Jesus, this is what happened with Jesus. And if we look at Jesus and how Jesus was raised up and how he come to this earth, y'all know through the Virgin Mary, but he was raised up under his parents and he was taught many things. But Jesus went into the synagogue. He went into the temple. He was listening. He had good understanding. They were astounded at him. And Jesus told his mother and father when they found him, didn't you know? I'm about my father's business. What is his father's business? His kingdom business. So he was about the kingdom. But then Jesus, he grew up, and when Jesus got of that age, Jesus had to get the fire of God. He had to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit before he begun his ministry. We got too many people that said that God has called them to a ministry, but they ain't been equipped for the ministry that God has called them to. Some people are so far-fetched that they said, you don't need those tongues. The tongues is the evidence of the power of the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of you. It don't take all that. No, we do what the Spirit wants us to do. So Jesus, he got baptized. Look at this. Y'all know what we talked about, how Jesus saw the heavens open. See, when you have the power of God come upon you, you're going to see spiritual things. Why? Because that's the kingdom you're from. God said, I got to show you kingdom. So Jesus saw spiritual things. He saw the heaven open, the dove, the spirit of the Lord came down upon him, descended like a dove. And guess what? Jesus began his ministry. The Holy Spirit led him in the wilderness, but y'all, it was okay. See, some of y'all may be having wilderness experiences, but you need to be giving God glory because through those wilderness experiences, you have the power of the Holy Ghost to lead you through it. So y'all know what Jesus did. He used the word. Every time Satan come, he used the word. Why? Because he knew where he was from. He knew the power of God. He didn't use nothing but the word. He said, men don't live by bread alone. Check this. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So Jesus knew. I don't live by bread alone, man. He said, yeah, there's a natural, but where I'm from, it's a supernatural. And that's how I live, based on the supernatural. So, Brother Greg, when I don't have no bread, guess what? I open up my eyes, and I see my riches that I have in the kingdom. And when I see the riches that's in the kingdom, I say, God, you said let heaven be here on earth. So I don't live by bread alone, but I live by supernatural food see we don't want to feed off supernatural we always are after the natural everything that natural have free food food's down don't let a storm come everybody pull 
and saved. In church, Jehovah's Jireh. He's my provider. As soon as a storm passes by, you're trying to figure out how to get you some of them stamps. Come on, let's just be honest. Shoot, I thought about it too. I don't know how long these lights are going to be out. I might get me a few stamps too. And then we'll say, bless the Lord. He blessed me. That ain't kingdom minded. I'm not telling you don't go get you no stamps because if they offer them to you, you take them. I help you spend them. <laughs> Only thing I'm saying is when we are kingdom minded, we seek those things that are above. This is why God is telling me that the church mind is not on the kingdom. We too much in the natural, so when natural change, we change with natural because we really don't know who we are. So whatever, if gas prices go up, oh God, how am I going to go to work? Can't pump so much today. Can't he go visit the sick no more? Well, I can't come today. The gas prices went up. Somebody give me some gas. Maybe I'll be right on. See, we are kingdom, y'all. And people here on earth, supposed to know kingdom through us but if we don't know kingdom and living like they're living then we're joining in with what they're doing so jesus had to be kingdom minded so after jesus went through that temptation guess what jesus did after that he was ready he said repent have a change of mind that means think differently that means you got to turn away from what the world is doing, which represents sin, and you got to turn to God. But the only way you can turn from that is I got to bring you the good news concerning the kingdom. Because your thinking is tore up. So he said, repent, for the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God is near you. Who was bringing the kingdom? Jesus. He was getting ready to show them kingdom. And then guess what he had to do? Catch this. He knew his purpose. He knew he had to bring kingdom to earth. He had to bring to them where he was from here on earth. Y'all got something to tell y'all. We need to quit this mess. When I get to heaven, what a day that will be. Help me out. Sin that will be. Cut it off right there. Can I tell y'all something? Read your Bible. You only go into heaven to miss the tribulation. But God is bringing a, a new earth. He's just holding you until he gets it. God just got another flower in his garden. When that flower resurrects, it's coming right by him. When we all get to hell. Yeah, we can sing that because we're going to be up there doing the tribulation. But we're coming back to earth. See, know what you're singing. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on. Be kingdom minded. Be kingdom minded. Let's stay focused on what he's doing. No more pain. No more sorrow. You don't have to have that here. We do that because we don't know. People perish. People perish. Don't get mad at me because I'm in the word and I'm getting revelation from it. And then I give you the truth and you act like I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy because you ain't where I am. You ain't got revelation of us. So you're going to talk about me and tell somebody that ain't true. Have you been in your word? Don't even know where to find it. So we got to change our way of thinking. So what Jesus did, the first thing he said, he made a declaration. He said, repent for the kingdom of God. Who y'all think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Everything that's up there. God said, I want to bring it down here. He said, because guess what, y'all? Did y'all know this? God's hands is tied down here. 
Why is it we begging God? And God said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, the first thing that Jesus done, he made that declaration. He made that decree. But then he went and got followers. He went and got disciples. Learners of Christ. Guess what them people done, prophetess? Do you know they had a audacity to leave their house? Huh? Leave their jobs? Were they crazy? Left all of that. He said, come follow me. What man? can make you do all that. It had to be something about that man, Shirley, that make you drop everything and leave. Oh, we don't know the man. Come on, because if we knew the man, the moment we heard his voice, job don't matter. Family don't matter. They heard his voice. And when they heard the voice, Say, come follow me. I'll make you vicious of men. And they left their daddy. They left their house. And in John, the book of John, it was talking about, oh, Philip. He was talking. Show us the father. Jesus said, Philip, I've been with you this long. And you don't know the father? I'm I'm about to run out of my shoes. (laughs) You've been hanging with these safe folks that long. And you don't see the father. Philip said, Jesus said, Philip, don't you know that I'm in the father? And the father's in me? If you say me, you don't seen the Father. Because Jesus said, I only do what the Father tells me to do. He said, I can only see what the Father will have for me to see. The works I do, the Father has already done. Mm. You're thinking changing. Come on, you're thinking changing. So Jesus said, I can't do nothing. Go on John 5. He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. So everything that Jesus did, he was doing what heaven was already doing. The Father said, I sent him to bring heaven to earth. So the Father said, I can't do nothing in heaven until he decree it on earth. And here we are. Heal me, Lord. Please heal me. Lord, take this pain, Lord. Now, sometimes that work, because that's ignorance. But when you get the word like you getting in here today, keep right on hollering with your little pain, yeah. Because let me tell you something. Everybody know Genesis, right? It's the beginning. And it said in the beginning, right? God created male and female. Right? Both male and female had the same authority. He gave them the same dominion. So I want to ask you something. How is it that males say that God didn't call a woman? Where did they get that mess from? Because when you look at the fivefold, he gave gift unto all men. You look up men, that's human beings. It didn't say man. Look in your word. See, and then you're following this false doctrine because, see, man think they know and don't know. Mary carried the baby. She carried Jesus. But if God wanted to really use man, he didn't need Mary. He could have just used Joseph. But he had to use a wound of a woman. Mary, you highly favor. The kingdom has come upon you. (laughs) So look at this. Kingdom. So Jesus got his followers. But guess what the next step was? They had to be kingdom minded. So Jesus had to show them the way of living according to the kingdom. I got something for y'all. Y'all know we talk about his death, his burial, and his resurrection. All that's good. 
But once you talk about the death, y'all know why he died. He died for the remissions of our sins. There was nobody that could fit the bill but Jesus. Because he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we can become the righteousness of God. So Jesus was the only one that could fit that bill. He died for our sins. He was buried, but praise God, he rose on the third day. If he had not rose, we would not be justified. We would not be acquitted. And praise God, we wouldn't be sanctified. We wouldn't have been made holy. We wouldn't have been set apart, made fit for the master's use. So see, I'm not only justified, I'm sanctified, and I've been made righteous. And it don't matter what nobody say. It was because of his blood that I am justified, sanctified and made righteous I don't care what nobody say about me I know who I am now even though I know who I am I got to manifest where I'm from it's one thing prophet of Scott knowing who you are but if you ain't manifesting where you're from it don't matter I can be an executive of a company but if I'm walking around like a wimp I ain't recognized for who I am Because when you walk in the room and you're the top dog, everybody else going to calm down. Because they recognize your authority. We Christian. By the way, that word Christian, it didn't come from heaven. Uh -uh. That's what they had named us. Christians. But let me tell you who you are. See, you are a saint. You are a set-apart one. But guess what? You are a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. A peculiar people. Guess what? We're supposed to be so peculiar that when we walk in a room, they say, I know where you're from. We are kings. We are priests. Come on, we are ambassadors. That means that when I go out somewhere, I recognize who I am. I am an ambassador. I come to bring you kingdom. I got authority from heaven that whatever I say, heaven is going to bring it to earth. People get so mad. That's wrong thinking. No, you wrong. I think kingdom. You thinking earth and you saved too. We can't join together. You earth, I'm kingdom. You got to go back and be taught. See, Jesus had to teach those disciples. They couldn't follow him. First of all, let me tell you this. Death, burial, and resurrection, that's Jesus. Because see, the only way you can get into the kingdom is through him. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father except by me. It sapped through me. Guess what, y'all? I got saved, but this is what was happening. Jesus is the door. Give you an illustration. I accepted Jesus. I got at the door, but I didn't go through it. So I'm just saved, Miss Mary. But see, in order to benefit, he got me to the door. But I got to go through the door to get my benefits. Because, see, we're missing the benefits because we're only talking about the death, burial, and the resurrection. The death, burial, and the resurrection is what got you to the door. But Jesus said, now it's time for you to enter the kingdom. He told Nicodemus, verily, verily, I say unto you, you cannot see the kingdom. Seeming to understand, to perceive it. Unless you're born again. That was the last time born again was talked about. He's saying you can't even enter it. Unless you're born again. We're stopping at being born again. We got to be about kingdom. If you don't know how the kingdom. Let me give you some more examples. Jesus spent 40 days. Before he went to be with his father. Giving them things pertaining to the kingdom Jesus came to bring the kingdom the good news is the kingdom but it comes through Jesus Christ and we're stuck on the door but we're not given kingdom give you another example Philip Philip preached kingdom 
People were healed, delivered, and set free because of kingdom. Why? Because he was telling them about kingdom. And when they grabbed hold to the kingdom, guess what? Healing was available. Deliverance was available. Joy, peace was available. So if we own the thing that we're talking about is death, burial, and resurrection, people are missing kingdom. He's the way to the kingdom. That's the good news. Jesus brought the good news concerning the kingdom. And the only way you can get in the kingdom is through Jesus Christ. So your mindset has to change. Your way of thinking has to change. It has to be based on kingdom. Y'all know this example. Two fish. Kingdom. People use that parable so much. And don't recognize. Jesus used that to tell you when you get down to a little. He said, where you from? Who you at? Do you think your daddy going to let you stop? No, we get down to a little. We try to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mitch, you know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to have enough this week. I ain't going to make enough. Let me see if that loan shark, loan shark will give me some extra money. And it's interest on that loan shop. But you're happy for the moment until you get the payment. You think you've done something. But the kingdom says, those that wait. Who want to wait when your bill do? <laughs> Pride set in. Nobody ain't going to see my lights cut out. You calling everywhere. But being that we're kingdom, Jesus used the two fish and the five loaves of bread. And y'all know we go over this parable so much. Jesus already say, sit them down. <laughs> and he set them down on some green grass. <laughs> he set them down on no messed up lawn to do a miracle. What that look like? You look into God and going to tell them to sit down on something that's messed. He lined them up, told them to sit down. Y'all, it was 5,000 men. Didn't even count the children and the women. But Jesus knew where he was from. So I believe Jesus, when they gave Jesus, he said, what do you have? See, what Jesus was doing was checking. Let's just stop right there. Somebody asked you for some money. You already done stuffed it as far as you can stuff it. Done forgot where you put it. Women trying to hide it in the, in the up here and everywhere else and forgetting. Because you don't want to give it. Because you know you got it. He said, what do you have? And you know what them disciples had. They, they didn't have nothing, but it was a boy that was two fish and, and the loaves and everything. Jesus said, give me that. Jesus took and looked to heaven. But guess what? Jesus knew who his father was. And he's like, this is earth substance. The kingdom have more than this. So he was showing them a supernatural miracle. So he took the bread. They had to give it to him first, darling. Remember we done that exercise? Darling had to lay it in my hands. Because see, I'm bringing the kingdom to Darlene. And I'm saying, Darlene, see, every preacher ain't after your money. Every preacher is just trying to show you how the kingdom works. They're not after just taking because they can't. Y'all, see, your mindsets is wrong. That's why you need to watch the life of the person that you're under. If you want to know what they have and why they have it, sit with them a little while. Let them tell you their story. You see the glory, but you don't know the story. You don't know when they were in their house and didn't have pork and beans and didn't have steak like you had and couldn't go out to eat and didn't have clothes to wear. But when they grabbed hold to the kingdom and start doing what God told them to do when they didn't have number ten dollars and God said I want you to get five of that you didn't know what they done but now you're talking about them because you see them in a place you don't know nothing about kingdom so Jesus was giving them kingdom principles he was showing them how the kingdom work he said you got to give to receive so he had to go on kingdom laws. Some of y'all are missing out because you're stingy. Everybody understand the word stingy? What does stingy mean? Selfish. But remember those disciples? They had to leave everything for the kingdom. That means, he said, you got to deny yourself. You got to deny your interests. 
You got to deny everything about you. You got to deny you. Some people still have not denied themselves because they made up their mind what they're going to do and how they do it. Even though God is telling you what to do, you don't do it because you figure if I do it, I won't have enough. Where are you from? God is never going to tell you to give outside your means if he's not going to supply more than enough. We're about kingdom business. So y'all know what Jesus did when they handed it to Jesus. Check this. God is showing me something. Jesus didn't put it in his pockets or sit there and eat it in front of him, did he? He held it up to heaven. He was receiving instructions from God because he was giving God what belonged to him. See, kingdom thinking You have to understand that everything belongs to God. You're just a steward over what you have. How do I know that? Have y'all ever seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul? All this we store up here on earth. Look what we done. And you can't take it with you. Somebody is waiting for you to die to get it. Making sure you put them on your insurance policy, making sure you keep it up and even buying more policies for you so they can live good while you dead. How much you say you got on you? You might need to up that. You're supposed to take care of your children before you die. (laughs) Everything turned to dust. (laughs) People wait on them insurance policy, crying over you, and after the funeral is over, they done bought a new car. Don't, didn't know kingdom when they was alive, didn't know kingdom when they were dead. Didn't know. See, we need to know kingdom, y'all, because you don't want to leave this earth until you finish what God purposed for you to do. Everybody in this room have a purpose. It is for kingdom. It is to do what God has called you to do. It's his work, his kingdom. So everything Jesus did was based on kingdom. It's nothing in the word of God that he didn't show us dealing with daily living. He showed us how to love our neighbors. He showed us how to bless those who curse you. You know why you bless them? Because if you don't bless them, the same curse you curse them with is coming back on you. When you curse me, you don't curse yourself. The Bible say you dig a hole for me, just go and jump in it. Just save some time and jump on in. This is why I love people that hate me. I love them. And then when I find myself kind of getting mad, I say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That ain't godly. You can't take me out of my position. That ain't godly. I can't hold that in my heart. Though they slay me. What, what you say? Yeah. People slay you, you ready to get revenge. That ain't kingdom. So look at all what kingdom was doing on earth. Jesus was talked about, he was ridiculed, but yet he knew his purpose. He knew what he had to do. He served his purpose. And even when they came at Jesus, he said, my kingdom is not of this earth. He said, if my kingdom was of this earth, these servants would be here fighting against you Jews. But I know where I'm from. This is God's purpose. So you can live. I had to die. And guess what? Y'all, it was so good what Jesus done, apostle. He didn't leave them disciples ignorant. Matter of fact, if we follow the word dealing with the church, churches wouldn't be so tore up. Guess what he did? He had to train them. They had to go on from the training. Then when he prayed to the father, he had more than 12 disciples. Go in your word. He had many disciples following him, but he chose the 12 he wanted. He had many around him. He chose them to be apostles. People get so mad trying to get somebody to give them something. If God gave it to you, don't worry about man giving you nothing. Just do what God called you to do. If man don't never give you a sheet of paper, God's going to take you where he want to take you without the paper. 
We so worried about bishop. We put people on a pedestal. I'm still trying to find out bishop mean pastor. And that's the highest position. It ain't under the fivefold. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go back and read your Bible. It ain't in the fivefold. It said he left. <laughs> Y'all going back to search that word now. Glory. <laughs> Let me know what you find, please. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. Somebody tell me. And by the way, we're priests. (laughs) Didn't the Bible say we were priests? What do priests do? Huh? What do the priests do in the temple? Got something to tell you on that, too. Guess what? I ain't no servant no more. I'm a son and a daughter. Your daughter, he's son. So guess what? I get more than the servant. Because guess what? I'm a son and a daughter. See, we're forgetting who we are. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen generation, and we're living like vagabonds. We're not... Can't eat in heaven. Can't eat in heaven. Now... I believe can't in this way is you can't come up here if you ain't saved. That's the only can't. Only can't. <laughs> hell is wide open, but I didn't create hell for you. I created it for the angels that rebelled and Satan. So I'm here to tell y'all, if you follow Jesus' pattern and how Jesus operated on earth, he represented kingdom. Even with healing, when people come to him, I don't care what they had. A leper could not be seen in public. But when they heard about Jesus, how did they hear about him? Because he was preaching everywhere he went. He was decreeing the kingdom. So they were following Jesus in droves because when he decreed the kingdom, manifestations was coming forth because of what he decreed. Healing came forth. Look at the leper. He said, if it is thy will... You can heal me. He didn't say he couldn't. He said, if it's your will, Jesus said, it is my will. Be healed. The leper was healed. See, healing is already available. How do I know? Because the day that you come into the kingdom, you got benefits and you have rights to that benefit. You have authority here on earth to carry out what's going on in heaven. You have that authority. You have that right. So what am I saying to you today? Change your thinking. You will change the way that you're living. We need churches teaching kingdom. The more we have churches teaching kingdom, we won't have all this foolishness in church, backbiting, grumbling, mummering and complaining, talking about your sister and brother, jealousy. When somebody gets something, Lord, I've been serving you all these years. And they just come into church and they getting more than me. Come on, that's jealousy. That's not about the kingdom. The kingdom don't operate that way. So if our thinking change, we will be giving God glory for the man that walked a long time and now got a car. Change your thinking and you will change the way you're living. You wouldn't worry about they behind the pulpit and I ain't. It's too many people out the position but don't know who you are. How can you carry a position and your mindset ain't changed? You'll mess it up. That's why I let people sit a long time. Because something's going to come out. And it ain't going to be the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You let them sit in that chair for a while. Everybody come in here. They get to do something before me. <laughs> yeah. If God brought a person in here and they just signed up for membership and God said, I want you to put them on Judah, Jennifer, they're on Judah. Because God told me to do it. And there's a reason why he said do it. I don't care if you've been sitting here for five years. If God said, no, they still ain't ready yet. They're bucking you. They're like a stagging. See, when you think kingdom. You don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You do what God assigned you to do. I don't care if it's standing in the parking lot. You stand there until God tells you to leave the position. If it's giving water, you do it. 
Every joint supplies. Which joint are you? First, you got to be taught. That's why you have the fivefold. We have too many people going after ministries and can't even be faithful in the one that got. Got this church here, this church here. I done something. Using this for an example. Got a church over here. Got a church over there. Got churches in here and churches in there and supposed to be helping Miracle Temple. That's confusion. Because you can't be in two places at one time. We have to be about kingdom, y'all. And until you get taught about kingdom, you will not be about kingdom. There should be not a person in this room without the power of the Holy Ghost. If you're born again, you got to be equipped for where you're going. And the more you get kingdom principles, somebody that's sick ain't no way you can walk by them without saying, be healed. Be made whole in Jesus' name. You don't have to be that way. God has made a way in Jesus' name. Rise up and walk. That's why Peter and John couldn't walk by the lame man. He said, such as I have, I'm going to give it to you. See, some of us, we want to hold such as we have until we get inside the church. Because, see, people gather on Sunday, so we want people to know what we can do. We don't want to go outside or in a restaurant. We spent some time in a restaurant, y'all, and talking to some people. See, we can't be ashamed no matter where we go. When God say move, you move because there's a reason. And God started moving in that restaurant, people at the table crying. We go on the outside, and they still come into the car, and God dealing with the one that come to the car. Why? Because God said they need it now. You don't wait until then. God said, I want you to move now. And guess what? Nobody was bothered around us. We didn't make a spectacle. We just did what God told. Why? I'm bringing you kingdom. Kingdom say you don't have to be this way. You don't have to live this way. Kingdom say you've been reconciled. Kingdom say you already been delivered. See, kingdom have everything you need. And I'm going to bring kingdom to you here on earth. This is how we should be, y'all. Kingdom builders. And when the words say don't, you don't. Because you obey in kingdom principles. You obey in kingdom laws. So God wants us to be kingdom minded, just like Jesus. And when we do that, people are going to know where we're from. And they want to be a part of this kingdom. I'm going to leave you with this. On job, you have benefits, right? And they give you your packet. You got to go through what? Human resources. And they talk to you about the benefits. They talk to you about what the job offer and see what you want to sign up for. They give you the packet and you have the right to choose. Now, some of us choose on the lower price because we say, I get that lower price and it won't take too much out of my check. So I'll start here. But that's all we do. We don't go read those benefits to see what we have. So when something happened to us, we're thinking that we're fully covered and we're not fully covered. And we got to come up with a certain percentage to pay them when we're in the hospital. But the kingdom of God has fully covered you. Jesus have paid the price for those benefits. (laughs) He didn't just shed blood on that cross just for you to accept him. He shed blood on that cross for you to become a kingdom citizen. For you to come to become a kingdom citizen and enjoy the benefits of the kingdom. That's why he says that the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Above this life that you're living is kingdom. Jesus came to bring the kingdom. So if you're going to talk about his death, burial, and resurrection, you can't stop there. That's what gets you in the kingdom. But you got to go past the door and tell them about the benefits in the kingdom. You don't have to be sick no more. You don't have to be poor no more. You don't have to be depressed no more. You don't have to be oppressed no more. Because God has given us the fruit of the spirit. He's even given you long suffering for those that you don't want to do. Come on, y'all. He stopped there. He gave you the fruit, but then he gave you the gifts of the spirit. Because he didn't want you walking this earth without knowing your surroundings. That's why you got discerning of spirits. People get mad when you tell them, I know who you are. 
He gave you everything you need. And here we are living like earth citizens. And we're supposed to be about the kingdom. See, sometimes people think, you think I'm supposed to be here on this earth, living like I'm in heaven? Yeah, I think I'm crazy. And I ain't going to have no friends. Yes, you will. Because they're going to join up with you. When they hear you talking kingdom, and kingdom is manifesting in front of them, the very prideful person is saying, give me some of that. I want some of that. Well, let me tell you how you can get it. So God said, be kingdom-minded. See, when God want to manifest himself, I let God move. That's why I even knew, even when Judah was singing, God was doing a new thing. And I could feel the power of God even where I was. See, praise and worship wasn't finished yet. God still wanted to come in here and move through us singing those high praises to him. See, the more you're saying hallelujah and it's coming out the pit of you. See, you are a spiritual being. You are a spirit. And when you begin to worship him in spirit and in truth, God begin to manifest itself right where you're standing. You don't need no drums. You don't need no keyboard because Lucifer had everything that he needed on the inside of him. He just got beside himself and had to be thrown out of heaven see this is what god is saying some of y'all are born again but you can't even receive what heaven have because you're too focused on earth even though you have everything you need in you you are three-part being spirit soul and body the spirit is the real you that's the part of you that got saved that's the part of you where God is, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everything you need is in your spirit. That middle man, the soul, didn't get saved. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions. And until your mind change, your will is not going to change, and your emotions is not going to change. That's why the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, change by the renewing of your mind. Then you can prove what the good and acceptable will of God is for your life. Once you do that, you're going to connect to the mind of Christ, and your body is going to show the manifestation of where you are from. Come on and give God some glory. Hallelujah. Is not God good? And all the time, he is good. Hallelujah. I want to say this. We have grace preachers. And they preach on nothing but grace. They preach on what God has already done and given us through grace. But we know it comes through having faith in Jesus Christ, right? So grace and faith work together. But they got to tell you about kingdom. Because if you don't know where you're from and what the kingdom has that you're from, then you won't be trying to uh, renew your mind according to where you're from. Because you're still earthly minded. Get into your spiritual mirror. Which is the word of God. Y'all I'm telling you every time I say this. My spirit is so grieved. Ain't enough saints. In the word. You want to do something in church. But you can't even line up with the good book. It's so many people that want to be seen. Heard and attached to. You got people. Want to be deacons. Deaconess. Prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. You got, well, God called me. Yes, if God called you, I'm not going to deny that, but he's going to equip you for the call. And one way that you're equipped is through this word. And if you ain't never in your word, first of all, your household have to change. If people in your house don't want you to say nothing to them, what make you think you're going to come out of the house and think you coming up in here trying to tell people how to live and your husband can't stand you? They over there wiggling all around and everybody thinking the power of God on them. They trying to quit strangling her. Because she live any kind of way at home and get up in church and this is my husband. God gave me this man. God didn't give you no Ahab. Jezebel. 
deliverance have come to your house today if you want it. See, Jezebel always want to be in control. See, Jezebel hate prophets. Jezebel do everything they can to describe prophet. But I'm here to tell you that's why you need discerning of spirit so you know Jezze when Jezze is in the house. It is some Jezze's in the house today. And God said it's time for your deliverance. If you want to be delivered and it's time for Ahab to get in line. That's how a dog whimper. That's how some men are in their house. They hear the garage open. Thank God for being kingdom minded. Because the more kingdom-minded I am, I can reverence my husband. The more kingdom-minded he is, he can love me the way Christ loved the church. Men, I want to tell you something. If you ain't loving your wife the way Christ loved the church, you ain't about your father's business. This is why we have so many seminars to get your mind right. See, y'all, I'm going to tell you something. People make church a place that you go and get that feeling. <laughs> if nobody didn't fall out today, we didn't have church. If nobody didn't sing the right note, we didn't have church. Let me tell you something. That's why you have to have a good leader to know what's in the house and cut it with the word of God to let you know where you went wrong. So you can open up your hearts and not do what you did before us. See, we want to come in the kingdom way, not man's way. That's why we have to cut it off. And when people get mad, then we got to tell them, this is what's going on. But you ain't talking to you. I'm talking to that spirit that rised up against me. Now, you can have control over that if you want to. But if you don't want to, you can sit down. Ain't nobody got time for that. Come on, give God some praise. Let's say it again. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Hallelujah. Is that how you say it? All right. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Now I want to say I thank God for the visitors that have come out to join us today. And I'm going to give you uh, the time to introduce you.